Hello and welcome to the It Starts With Pat podcast. My name is Rebecca Shanuga and I'm on a mission to empower women to be the best version of themselves, for them to know their worth and to have the self-belief that they can be and do whatever they wish. But before I get into it, we want this podcast to reach as many women as possible. So to support us in doing so, make sure you hit that little subscribe or follow button on your device and sit back, enjoy, grab a pen and paper if you wish. It's now time for an episode of the show. Hello, my name is Rebecca Shanuga and you are listening to the It Starts With Heart podcast episode number 110. This one is going to be a nice and short and sweet episode all about you not needing to make mistakes that others have already made. Now, there's a fine balance between this and the reason why I want to talk about it is I want to just bring some awareness to some of you just to understand the differences. So there is an element of if you pave your own way, you are gaining that experience, you make mistakes potentially and then you learn from them, you build resilience, you build character and um, you build practice as well. So as an example, when I first started working in the travel industry, when I first started working online, I had no idea how to run a business online. I thought it was going to be really, really easy because I'd already been really successful in what I would do previously. I knew that I had a mindset that wasn't the same as an average person. I knew that I had um, the determination business skills as well that were more than what the average person have got and I just completely underestimated (laughs) how tricky it was going to be and all the things that I was going to need to learn I had no clue how to do it so a big element of what I did was messy action and I've spoken about messy action before on this podcast and I do think it does work because it helps you so for the, before I get into it, actually, before I get into like how messy action has helped me and how I feel like it can help you guys, um, messy action is basically where you're taking loads and loads of action, but you're still winging it a little bit, such as I'm on TikTok, I've been on TikTok for a while, but it's not my main platform. This now is probably the most consistent that I've been on it. So if you are on TikTok, follow me on TikTok. It's just at Rebecca Shanuga, as all my other handles are for everything. Um, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-S-O-N-U-G-A. Um, only a little small following on there. I'm just getting used to being on it and using it. I love it, by the way. I never used to, but I love it. And I would say I'm taking messy action on TikTok because I'm still getting to the grips of it. It's not the same as me on Instagram, which is my main platform. I'm taking messy action on TikTok, but messy action, in my opinion, is better than no action, because it means that you're going to develop the habit of like whatever it is. So for me, it's the habit of posting on TikTok continuously. Like I said, I hadn't been consistent on it before. There's so many times where I'd started posting And then I'd delete all my posts off, start again, delete all my posts off, start again. Not because I didn't really like them or whatever, but I just thought, yeah, I'm not really feeling the vibe. I'm not really enjoying it. It's like instead of being happy and feeling good when I I went on my TikTok, I just didn't like it. So I kept on starting again. Um, But anyway, I'm not saying, I'm not advising anyone to do that, by the way. (laughs) That's not, that's not what this podcast episode is about. 
But the point is, when you take messy action, so you're taking action on something when you've not necessarily got experience, or you just want to build a consistency habit, first of all, um, or you just want to practice so eventually you do get better in time, because there is an element of the more you do something, and the more that you continuously develop and get and aim to get better at something, you're going to get better. So I've mentioned this as well on previous episodes about practicing an instrument. If you had no idea how to play an instrument and then try to play an instrument, it's going to be very challenging for you just to play an instrument off the bat. However, if you practiced it for an hour every single day, you're eventually going to get very good at playing the instrument, yeah? So that's why I like messy action. And that's what I did at the beginning. But at the same time, quite early on in my journey of working online, I also saw the value in working with coaches. So the first one that I actually invested in was Fraser Brooks. I had no idea who Fraser Brooks was. I um, was just randomly on Facebook one day. I think I saw one of his videos pop up. It must have been an ad. I don't know what it was. Um, And then I remember the one and it was the video talking about how to get 100 likes on a photo. And all I all I saw was this energetic ball of, of energetic ball of energy, basically, basically a big ball of energy on my screen. And that's what made me click the video. That's what made me watch the video. And then after that, I was like, oh, this guy is actually providing loads of value. I actually really like this guy. Then I looked at more of his stuff. And then I was like doing something else. And then I went into his inner circle and I paid, and paid for coaching with him for two years. Um... And then I believe that that helped me then not cut corners, but I didn't have to do everything from scratch. I didn't have to then be on my social media platforms and try to work everything out on my own. I didn't have to try to work out how to run an online business because someone who'd already been there and done that had a framework that you could plug into, basically helping you step by step. This is what I'd advise this is what I wouldn't advise. I've made this mistake when blah, blah, blah. This is what worked for me. Implement this, try this. And I thought it was really, really good. And even then it was still some messy action, trialing some stuff. Because obviously some stuff when you, when you've, like some stuff relatable to you when you're working with some people, sometimes it's not always relatable. Um, And I was picking like bits out of it. I was implementing it. I was doing all the things that was still quite messy. But the point was I managed to, understand what I needed to do from quite early on because I'd invested in the beginning into someone who knew about the online space that I currently wanted to get better at yeah so yes an element of like failing fast and like I said what got me to where I am is that I'm a huge action taker I'm someone who'll take loads of action I'll take messy action I'm not bothered about looking like an absolute toad on social media and someone's like oh what's she doing she's not what she's doing Obviously, I don't look like I don't know what I'm doing, but even the days where in the past I have felt like I was winging it, no one would know anyway. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I'm a big believer that it's to just push yourself out of your comfort zone and take the action regardless. However, however, if someone has already paved the way and is already an expert in the industry or what you want to get better at, why not utilize those resources? the books that they've put out as an example, the podcasts that they've put out, the YouTube videos, the audios, whatever, the in-person events, yeah? This is what reduces the curve from you getting from A to B, 
Yeah, like I said, it's not a shortcut. You still have to do the work. There's still an element of you have to do, well, I believe you have to be doing something for a certain, not necessarily a certain length of time, but you have to take a certain level of activity before you get good at something properly. But then at the same time, you're not having to work everything out yourself because someone is helping you who's already been there, done that, got the t-shirt, got the success that you want. So I'm going to use this as, as an example in relation to my podcast. So when people say like, where do I start? Can you help me? Like, can, like yeah, I'll give, I'll, give, I'll give you an example. So with my podcast, yeah, some people message me and say, oh, I really like your podcast. I'm interested in doing a podcast. Can you help me do my podcast? And I'm like, no, I can't help you do, do your podcast because it's not my speciality. It's not something that I enjoy showing people how to do. It's just something that I do myself for my own um, my own listeners, my own network, and my own social media following, whoever's tapping into it. Um, but... What I do do is guide them into the places where I found the information to help me, yeah? So it's not necessarily going to someone and just being and just expecting someone to do the work for you. That's what I'm getting at, yeah? So you there's there's probably like even though I said there's two there's two things to look at, there's three things to look at here. So the first thing is, like I said, taking the action yourself. Whether you get a coach or whether you get some support or not. You need to take the action in order for you to get better at something and in order for you to get the results. No brainer. The second thing is to reduce the learning curve. Yeah, you still have to take the action. You still have to do the work, but you're not spending, you're potentially spending a few months learning something as opposed to 10 years or even one to five years learning something instead of it taking you 15 to 20 years. Yeah, because you can plug into other people's content and then when you are in that stage and you're thinking right okay who can I speak to who's an expert in this make sure they're actually an expert I'm not a podcast expert yeah I get loads of good feedback about my podcast I know I give loads of value on podcasts I'm not a podcast expert that's not what I specialize in I specialize in mindset I now also specialize in working online I also like to help people with their social media I'm not a podcast coach, yeah? So find someone in your industry who's getting the success, who's got, I would say, even documented success, or when you look at the social media, you can see that they know what they're on about, yeah? And then utilise those people. So you have to do the work, you have to take the action, sometimes you have to take messy action, some people like messy action, some people don't. I like messy action. For what I do anyway, working online, I think it's more relatable. I do think it does depend if what industry you're in though. So when I was in the corporate world, there's some elements of that which I don't think is good for messy action. I'll give another example. I was speaking to someone in a large corporate, who's, who's the MD of a large um, corporate company recently and they were talking about me going in and coaching their sales force. Yeah, absolutely, I can do that. Standing on my head, no problem. But it wouldn't be worth me going in, taking loads of messy action, doing that. Because in some industries, like I said, you need to be a bit more polished. So messy action might not be for you, but actually 
action certainly will be for every single person. So think about that. You actually have to be doing the work. And then think about the people who you can get support from. Like I said, there's like literally every single industry, you can probably find a whole load of videos on YouTube or podcasts about that subject and you can be tuning into some some of it for free. Again, I would make sure that you're careful of who you're finding when it is free content. Make sure it's someone who you know is successful in what they're doing and then maybe plug into all of their stuff because the thing is with people who are successful, yes, there is a thing where most successful people have the same sort of fundamentals that they do in order to get that success but there's still quite a lot of contradicting stuff online someone who might be really really successful might say one thing in comparison to someone else who might be really really successful so this is where it'll be confusing if you if you invest in too many people yeah you need to find one maybe two people in your industry the key people that you look up to and go into everything what they say, even if it's just one person, yeah? I 100% believe in coaches, I 100% believe in mentors, I 100% believe in personal development, as you know. Um, But when it does come to coach and mentors, I don't listen to every single person, yeah? I only listen to the people who I feel are the best people for me to learn about a specific topic, Okay? And don't be scared to invest, guys, either. So um, the inner circle, as an example, that I paid for, um, it's not free, yeah? But what you need to think about, what you need to think about is what the return on that investment could potentially be if you get it right and if you invest in the right person, okay? But like I said, utilise books, utilise podcasts, utilize the internet, YouTube, yeah? Find people on social media who are putting content out for free. I put content out for free all the time. I put out these podcasts, I'm posting on my social media, I go live on my social media, I'm giving away all the goodies for nothing, yeah? Find people like that, but if you do want specialist support in terms of someone to help you and actually mentor you and guide you to help you even more, to help shorten that learning curve even more, to help develop the habits even better than what you could potentially do it on your own, or to help you in a sense of um, just shortening the journey that it takes for you to get to your destination, then you might want to consider investing in something, yeah? People, Investing in people, I think investing in actual people as opposed to um, a course as well can sometimes be valuable. You never know, it depends, like I said, it depends on what industry. I've certainly paid for courses as well that have been massively beneficial to me and the success that I have today. So I hope you've got some value from this. If you have, please make sure that you are sharing it. I am so happy with the amount of people who are sharing this on the social media. I'm so grateful for you all. And if you don't also mind leaving me a five-star rating and review, I'd massively appreciate it. And I will see you on the next episode. 
Thanks so much for listening. If you got value, make sure you share this episode and for even more gems delivered straight to your email, head over to the show notes where you can download the Ultimate Belief Bible, which is my free resource helping you to own your worth, level up and feel empowered in every aspect of life. I will see you on the next episode.